I think you may have, may have mentioned that on the show before. Yeah. That he chokes on his own spit. He chokes on it all the time. I saw some random uh, video on Facebook a couple of days ago where a lady had the Guinness Book of World Records people at her place because the cat was purring louder than any other cat I've ever heard. So oh, she it was like on it. that decibel level. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. So um, she's officially the owner of the loudest purring cat in the world. Wow. On record, obviously. Right. Like you know. There's thousands and thousands of cats. Venom, in the world, so. should we try to get you on record? Was she like petting him to make it like? To uh, make I I don't think so. I think like it, he was on the floor or something. And he just sees people yeah. and he's like, oh, I love it. Yeah, he's just, I mean, perpetually happy cat, right? I guess. If you're gonna purr that loud, you got to be like exceptionally happy. I'm just so content with life. <laughs> Their life is not a difficult one. I got to say that. No, but I do yell at them a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe he's traumatized, so he feels like he has to make it up to you. I tell them constantly. I'm like, if you don't like each other, then don't be right next to each other. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. So you're yelling at them because they're getting into it. Yeah, because they're constantly bitching at each other. You would think by this point they would be used to each other, right? It's it's been like three fucking years. Get over it. Four. No. No. Oh my goodness. I've had him since 2015. Yeah, and it's a it's a uh two on one situation, right? Mm. No, the it's older just... the older ones get along and Venom is against them too, or is no, it No, it's just Kinsley and Venom that hate each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Nicola doesn't like anyone. Yeah. So he's just cranky about everything. Wow. Three cats that just don't get along. Yeah. Venom wants to play with Nicola and he'll like lightly tap him yeah. and Nicola will act like he's just been shanked <laughs> and also being eaten at the same time. I love it. We don't have any kind of, the only craziness we have is between us and the cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, But the listeners already are aware of a lot of that stuff. So let's get into the show, shall oh, we? Oh, What's up, library policeman? Have you ever heard of that story? Mm. No? No, but the, I always have a policeman at the library. It's a recent one for me as well. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like it's a under... Um, what's the word am I looking for? A lesser known uh, story that he wrote. Mm. It's a short story in one of his books. I think it's... Four past midnight. Have you ever heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah. That one's a thick one. You probably have it at the library Mm -hmm. where you work. Mm -hmm. I'm visualizing the book. It's it's very large. (laughs) It is. Mm -hmm. Uh, My name is Chris Nays. I'm joined by my esteemed co-host. Her name is... Debbie Hodges and Venom. And also joined by Venom, of course, you you may have, I'm not sure if I'll include that whole preamble <laughs> or not. You should. It was a good ramble. We seem to, like, start the show more often than not warming up with cat talk. Well, yeah, because they're right here. Yeah. He's, it's pretty much just him most of the time. Yeah. This is your, most likely your favorite Stephen King podcast. For sure. Most of the time, we are talking about the show Castle Rock on Hulu. If you haven't seen it yet, and this is your first episode, 
go and watch it and yeah. then listen to our hours and hours of conversation about it. Yes. And definitely we... start with season one. Don't yes. think that they are completely different seasons that you can just watch in different order. Yeah, because there is definitely things that happen in the second that harken back to the first and all of that sort of thing. Right. So, Which we didn't know would be true until we watched it. Right. They made it seem like every story was going to be completely separate from each other. The only tying, right. the only factor that tied them together would be the town. The town. Right. Yeah. And even this season, like most of the time, it wasn't in Castle Rock at all. No. It was in uh, Salem's Lot. So uh, today we have a few things on the agenda. I guess to start us off, let's talk a little bit about stuff we've been watching in the interim between our last episode, which I believe was the uh, season finale of season two, right? Yes. So, do you have anything that comes to the top of your mind? Things you've been watching recently? I am watching like six shows right now. Really? Yes. So, <laughs> any of. One or two of them you want to talk about, or I am pleasantly surprised with how much I like the show um, Grace and Frankie. Oh, that's cool on Netflix. Yeah, it's uh, about um, these seventy-year-old women who find out that their husbands, who were um, lawyer business partners, mm -hmm. have also been secretly having an affair with each other for twenty years. Oh my! And they're leaving their wives so that they can spend their rest of their golden years together so and so the wives end up becoming friends over this yes or, okay yeah they didn't like each other they've known each other for you know the past 20 years right they hated each other but now they have this common heartbreak interesting and it's really funny i was surprised by how much i laugh out loud there's several seasons of it right yeah there's yeah. i think four well that sounds good um i know a few of the actors and actresses on that show, but I've yeah, yet to dive in yet. It's a lot of well-known people. Yeah. And it's hysterical because they're putting them, you know, in nowadays situations. Yeah. And so it's funny because um, one of the ladies is not technologically savvy right. <laughs> at all. So, you know, it's just like everyday stupid things. It's uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. And um, I can't think of what the fuck her name is. I know who I can see your face in my mind. Yeah, it's got Martin Sheen. Yeah, and I forget the other guy's name. Well, anyway, Shit. it sounds like a good show, though. It's really good. It's really, really good. I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. I'm also watching The Witcher. Oh yeah, I saw that come up on my Netflix feed as well. But uh, and you know, I heard people talking about it, but I have yet to dive into that one either. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Thanks, Venom. I didn't play the video game or anything, so I didn't really know the backstory. Yeah, and I didn't even know it was a video game yeah, <laughs> until so, people were talking about it. So Yeah, so I'm, I don't know, like five or six episodes into it. It's kind of confusing at first because yeah. it's a lot of names. Is it sort of Game of Thronesy in that yeah, way? Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of really weird names, and so they'll they'll reference people, and I'm like, wait, have I met them yet? And yeah. then I got to Google it and go, oh, yeah, it's that guy. Okay. Yeah. You'll look up the character's name and it'll show their their headshot. And right. And you immediately remember. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, he was I did in meet episode them. two or whatever. Yeah, I did meet them. Because there's a lot of backstory that they're covering and, like, you know, character development. Yeah. So that one's pretty good. Um, I also have been watching You. That's on Netflix. Yeah. What is that? 
That one's about the guy that um, stalks a girl and gets in a relationship with her, and he's still like very much stalking her and knows everything about her. Interesting. Yeah, and there's two seasons of that so far. Really? Yeah. And I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, it's really good. <clears throat> so I'll check that out as well. Yeah. Well, let's see. What have we been watching? Of course, we've been watching The Outsider, yeah, which we're going to talk about today a little bit. Um, oh, trying to think. They brought Rick and Morty back, so I've been watching the five or six episodes they put of that up. Yeah, and I saw that one that mm-hmm. you had me on. <laughs> yeah, the uh, oh gosh, what was that episode? I can't remember what it was that I um specifically made you watch it for do you remember it no i don't either now (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of really the reason it's hard for me to remember it is because of how random the show it's so bonkers yeah yeah oh it was the snakes episode oh yeah the snakes and the whole dialogue was (laughs) so there's there's a uh for people that have never seen rick and morty the basic concept is a Okay, so it's a it's a based around a family, right? Yeah. The grandpa is like the doc uh, character from Back to the Future, right? Uh, Looks like him too, right? And he's he's Rick, and Morty is the Marty esque character from Back to the Future, and they do pretty much the same kind of thing, like yeah, yeah. And they don't really go through time necessarily, but they go to different worlds and so it makes um, more sense in dimensions this, in this tv show that an old man and a kid are hanging out yeah whereas in the movies it's like well why are they friends yeah they try they at least try to explain it a little right. more they're like right? they're related <laughs> uh but in this specific episode Oh gosh, how does it even happen? Okay, so they're they start the episode in space. I don't want to spoil the whole episode, but they start the episode in space. One of them accidentally kills a snake or something like that. Then they send the snake back to the snake planet or it gets there somehow. And it, oh, they replace it. That's what it yeah. is. They replace it with a earth snake. Yeah. They send it back to the snake planet. Turns out um, they, they mistakenly think it's the astronaut snake that initially took off from the planet. Yeah. Uh, but it's a crazy fucking earth snake that just wants to kill everything, yeah. right? Uh, so craziness ensues, and there's a whole segment of the show where it's just the people on the or the snakes the on the snakes. snake planet interacting with each other, and you only by context of what you're seeing understand what is happening, like well, what the they, dialogue is. They're recreating a lot of different scenes, yeah. from history, yeah, like. Hitler. Oh, there yeah. Hitler, there's Hitler, Hitler snakes. snakes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The... So you know what's happening, but the whole dialogue is just... God, I love that show so much. It's amazing. <laughs> a lot and I of... was so intently watching it, yeah. being like, I totally understand yeah. what they're saying right, <laughs> right. now. <laughs> there are so many episodes that are just as good as that one, so I hope you check out more. I hope the listeners check out more. Have you seen Portlandia? Yes, I have seen Portlandia. Okay, so you, you mentioned the other day that you like marathoned that. Yeah, I binged all eight seasons in like four days. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and since then I've been continuously rewatching it, like on my yeah. downtime, not when I'm not watching all the other 
six shows I'm watching. I like to put on Portlandia. And I've found I'm not really a fan of season seven or eight. So I generally get to season six and then start over. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know that I've seen every episode. Oh, my God. But early on, I for sure did. You know what I mean? Like the first five or six seasons, I definitely saw every one of them. Oh, and um, um, Fred Armisen uh, also has a thing on Netflix, Documentary Now. Yeah, Documentary Now. That and was I, also on IFC Yeah, for so a while. I started watching that last night. And Great that's show. the exact same thing. Now, my question for you, does Carrie Brownstein show up in that? Because I keep missing her. I'm like, I really want my Fred and Carrie. Yeah, in, in Documentary Now, you mean? Yeah. I have never seen her on there. <sighs> I, but I only dipped into that show. I didn't watch every episode of that either. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, that's now back on my list, by the way. I have to see more of that. Because Bill Hader is great, too. Oh, my God. The first episode was amazing where they're portraying old women. And one of them's the mom. One of them's the daughter. And they're just crazy. Yeah. I mean. they Fred Armisen just likes to wear wigs. What a ridiculous show. Oh, my God. I love his brain. (laughs) He is hilarious. He did a whole uh, comedy special about drumming. Well, yeah, because he's a drummer. Yeah, but that's never <laughs> been a thing before. <laughs> nobody's, I, to my knowledge, nobody's ever done that. That's so funny. And I literally every single thing he talks about in that special, I'm like, yes, uh-huh. 100%, everything. <laughs> you know, like, this is just something that you'll be able to know what is ridiculous about it. So symbol stands have these screws on top where you unscrew them and... More often than not, they fall out of your hand and get, and they're just lost underneath your drum kit. Well, he does that in the special. (laughs) So it's like, yes, of course you should point that out as a drummer. You Mm -hmm. know, it's ridiculous. Um, Also, the thing with bands where, uh, so when musicians talk to each other about other musicians' bands, yeah, uh, there'll be a thing where a response to like whether you know this band or not it's like well if you don't want to say that you don't like their band you know yeah you're like oh yeah those guys are great i love those guys you never say whether or not you like their (laughs) music or not yeah (laughs) you're just like those guys are so cool i really like those guys yeah Um, their music sucks but the guys are really but you don't say that because you want to be nice about Mm -hmm. it you know what i mean um the underlying comment exactly yeah it's the subtext is all is there, right? You know, pretty much all the time when you're talking about other bands in town, people, you know, four guys in, are average in a band. One of the guys is not going to like that band, right? You know what I mean? So you just don't even bring it up because who wants to be a dick about it, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll stop my head. What else am I watching? Uh, Medical Police is uh is that on the Netflix. One oh no. I was going to say, what's the one that's filmed here? Oh, that's the live. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, what's Medical Police? I think about? Medical Police is a spinoff of um, an Adult Swim show. Oh, God okay. damn it. What is the name of that Adult Swim show? It was on for years, but anyways, it's a batshit crazy comedy. Is it um, a cartoon, I guess? No. 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 Uh I, it's it's sort of in the vein of like the movie Airplane. Oh God, I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, so like where everything's a pun. Everything is ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, like you can't ever take it seriously because there's always more jokes coming right around the corner. You know, 
Um, but it also has this weird sense of humor about itself. Who's in it? You know? Uh, gosh, I would, I can't pull names off the top mm. of my head, but it's a great show. You should definitely check it out. Mm. Um, there's other things I've watched. There's some, been some documentaries on Netflix. I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. I'm not a football fan, but that was really interesting. Uh, let's see. Did you watch the the movies that made us? Yes, I love that, that show really too. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot for people to check out. So much stuff going on right now. But we have to talk about Stephen King because that's what this podcast is. Yeah. So. And he's pl- he's in everything. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of news. So we're going to do a lightning round of news. Ooh, oh and boy. I have to play the sound clip. And it's loading. <laughs> Uh, I don't. What is the lightning noise? Well, that's, that sounds more. Yeah, like crashing. Crashing. Crumbling. Oh. Venom was very confused by that. Because <laughs> he heard you talking, but you weren't talking. I, I heard the crinkling. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, is there food? Treats. <laughs> it's like, yes, here he comes. Yeah. yeah All right, so let's get to this news. Uh, do you want to leave the news? I wrote them all down. No, you can. Okay. Fair enough. This is catching up two months of news. I picked out all of the things I felt were worth talking about. Stephen King posted that he loves The Outsider and he calls it one of the best adaptations of his work. Okay, so I have not read it, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of glad I haven't because you said it kind of you wished you hadn't read it yet. Yeah, this is conversation it. off mic. Yeah, so and I'm after watching the five episodes, I'm glad I haven't read it either mm-hmm. because I feel like I want the mystery that is happening yeah, exactly. right now. Exactly, you want to have the theories. Yeah, I have no idea what is happening. So we we'll we'll talk more right. about it, but but I I I agree with him as far as it's a really well done show. Yeah, I think like as far as um how it's shot, how nice it looks, you know what I mean? Um HBO is so good at shows like Yeah. More often than not, I like whatever they put out. You know what I mean? Right. Now, I haven't watched every single thing ever that HBO has done, but they're pretty well known for making top-notch yeah, quality, quality shows. So yeah. uh, I agree with our uh, stepdad, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen King. Right. Like I said, I haven't I haven't read it, but I agree yeah. that it, it is it is well done. Uh, so we'll talk more about that in a little it's, bit. It's no Langoliers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, though, done in a complete different era. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the watermark or, or the, uh, what it, the bar was so much lower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they could get away with being cheap. I guess. I don't know. I, let's not try to explain the Langoliers. <laughs> You think they're ever going to redo that? Probably. Oh, it seems like they're trying to redo everything. Maybe that one's a lost cause. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, we can do this justice. Uh, speaking of redos, a new adaptation of The Dark Half is coming. Mm. Um, have you ever read the novel The Dark Half? No. Uh, I read it, 
let's see, maybe like a year or two ago for the first time uh, in preparation for season two of Castle Rock or maybe season one. See, this is my problem. Mm-hmm. All these new Stephen books are coming. Stephen books. Stephen books. <laughs> Stephen King books are coming out. And I've noticed that a lot of them are being adapted. So I'm kind of staying away from things because I don't want things to be ruined you know no, yeah I, I totally get that approach um, because i've been burned so many times in the past yeah. with like my dexter love and true blood yeah. love and i got so pissed off at like those shows because, i because think they what, weren't following what you can do though is as soon as it comes out read it read it yeah. then you're reading so much more stuff over the years that it takes them to make a new version of it like a tv or movie version of it that you forget plot stuff right Right. then you go in and it's like okay this is pretty new i like this Mm -hmm. you know as long as you don't put it off until like right before it's coming out (laughs) right then there's no reason you should read it right before right yeah because then it totally takes away from the mystery like we said about yeah uh, outsider so I have a question just because I'll forget this. Mm-hmm. Do you think is Outsider just a one season and done type thing or is it a multi-season? Mm, I can't remember if they said it's going to be multiple, but I f- it's feeling like it's going to be a one and done. Okay. Because I want to know if I can read this book like immediately after. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll let you know once it's aired, once yeah. the season finale is aired, if it's it's i feel like it's gonna be pretty evident whether or not it's wrapped right <laughs> you know what i mean well because like hbo they had um big little lies mm-hmm. that was supposed to be just one season because right. that covered the one book and then people loved it yeah, so much i mean that, so it, i guess if they do that then it's not going to be by the book right and it could i mean yeah if they decide to stretch it out then it definitely won't be like the book right or at least they'll put in a bunch of stuff that wasn't in the book yeah. you know what i mean okay uh so new dark half is coming by a director named ross perry uh he directed her smell i don't know if you ever saw that came out in 2018 that sounds creepy it was a drama i'm not sure what it is i think jared has mentioned it before you said her smell her smell that sounds creepy doesn't it though (laughs) just like without any Any context context. (laughs) Uh no dark dark half is pretty cool though. Um, basic concept is in the beginning of the novel, a uh, a kid finds this, they they find this growth in this kid's brain, right? Mm. And uh, it's sort of unexplainable why it's happening, but they leave it alone, and it ends up. Uh, creating this dark personality that makes itself known mm-hmm. later. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's a really, in- it's an interesting concept that I don't want to dig too much into for spoiler. Like a dual personality reasons. that he has yeah. to fight off. Yes, thing. exactly. And, mm-hmm. you know, because it's inside of him. Right. There's not any, he, you know, in theory, there's nothing he can do. Right. You know, if he was going to stop it, he would have to kill himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, and how do you prove that? Yeah, there's... so it's kind of a crazy uh, plot line of how things 
end up happening in the book. Right. Uh, so I'm I I've never seen the because they have done it before. In and you a, said they're making this a TV show or a movie. Um, it just said an adaptation, mm. so I don't know necessarily whether it's going to be a series or you know what I mean, or limited series yeah. or a movie. So we'll see. Interesting. But they have done it before. And I'm not sure if that was a TV show or not either. So, moving on. A, uh, another remake of uh, Firestarter is coming with uh, Bloom and Goldsman producing. Keith Thomas directing. I can't remember uh, what Keith Thomas is known for directing, but Jason Bloom, um, they have done a whole bunch of really successful low-budget horror movies, mm -hmm. right? Um, they were also involved with um, with uh, Peel, Jordan Peel, oh, yeah. making his movies. Oh, okay. And, of course, that was uh, a crazy successful movie. Uh, I'm not sure if they were involved in the second one or not, but I know, I mean... You know, he won an Oscar for it. Yeah. <laughs> so they should bring Drew Barrymore back to be like a parent or like a. a I'd something be down in, for that. Yeah, you know, like a little cameo. I've never seen that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I remember. And um, I've never read the book, but I, I know what it's about. But. Yeah, I read the book uh, when I was younger, and I I saw the movie. I remember there was one summer where my mom. I think it was like the first summer I got to like stay at home when mm -hmm. my mom was at work. So like each week she would go to Blockbuster. And I would be able to rent movies. Yeah. And one week I rented Firestarter and Cat's Paw, both Stephen oh, King. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I watched them. And I just remember sitting at home watching them, getting really creeped out in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Especially with Cat's Paw and that stupid little troll thing. Cat's Paw is crazy. Yeah, but that has Drew Barrymore in it too. Yeah. And but like for a kid to watch that, especially. Yeah. So creepy. Some that was that was also the on. summer that I rented Carrie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was like the summer. So you, like, really dove in. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, my parents were always really um, cautious about what we watched as kids. Like, I wasn't really allowed to watch rated R movies for uh, a long shit. time. I, I saw Caddyshack, you know? And yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, different methods of parenting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now I have a kid, and I'm like, you are not allowed to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I mean... I think my parents did that for good reason. Yeah. Like, I think they had the best intentions, and I was maybe a little bit scared of, like, Chucky when I was really young. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, of course we're not going to... Allow you to get even yeah, more scared exactly. Because yeah. there's way worse shit than Chucky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Child's Play, I should say. So that's interesting. I'm looking forward to whatever they do with that because they are known for making quality stuff. Yeah, that'll be good to see. Uh, a gothic series based in Salem's Lot is getting 10 episodes on the channel Epics. Have oh, you heard of Epics? I don't have Epics. It's, it's a movie channel. Okay. But it's not ever with the movie channel packages. It's its yeah. own separate package. Right. It's like... Um, they they have like what brand new movies. Are like that? Well, like you know, if you, get, if you have yeah, if you have like Charter and you get like the HBO Showtime, like Epics is never included. Right, right, right. It's like <clears> the fourth <throat> or fifth set of movie channels. Yeah, right? but they always have really good movies on there. Well, apparently they're getting their own content now. Ugh, 
and Adrian Brody is going to star in this show that's like a gothic sort of thing, right? Is he the one with the large nose? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's not the only one with large nose. Well, you know, the person you know exactly. sitting across from you. <laughs> no, 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 no. His nose is is way worse. Is it? Yeah. Well, thank you. I don't think your nose is bad. I don't either. <laughs> but his but, is like. But it's distinctively. His is like really skinny, and I think it turns. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it. I. There's a reason why when you asked if he's the guy with the nose, <laughs> I said yes. Absolutely. Well, I always get he's him confused guy. with that name with somebody else, though. I just yeah. To... Adrian Brody. Uh, I don't know what else he's been in. I'm not particularly a fan of his. He was doing those like um, award-winning movies for a while. Like, yeah, all hoity-toity movies. Yeah, yeah, which is probably why I didn't watch them. Yeah, I bounced. Uh, there are rumors of a Carrie series again. Oh, a series. Yeah. Oh. So that's been kind of bouncing around Hollywood for a while. They've done it and redone it and made sequels and reboots and shit. Did so. you see the um, the sequel to the original Carrie that came out? No. That had... Um, Is that Rage? Yeah, that, Carrie yeah. Rage, yeah. And it had uh, Brad from Home Improvement. Yeah, <laughs> that was like around 2000-ish, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, yeah that was terrible. Um, I don't know that I ever saw it, but I do remember it's terrible. You know, seeing trailers and stuff. I think when one of the kids from Home Improvement's in it, <laughs> and it's a horror movie, I'm uh -huh. like, I don't know if I take this seriously. I think that was like his one and only movie he yeah. did after the show. Yeah, that was a bad choice by him, oh, yeah. him and his agent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see any Carrie thing being ever as good as the original. No. Right? I mean, the, the remake that came out with, what was it, Chloe Grace Moretz or yeah. whatever, that wasn't that bad. But yeah. It, I mean, it, why? We didn't need it. Yeah, no, we don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. See, now, other things that are maybe less known or less renowned, I'm a little more open to the idea of, a let's see what we can do with it. Now. Right. You know I, mean, I mean, but the original Carrie is, is great. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah, exactly. In fact, there's a lot of things right about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. John Travolta, one of them. John Travolta's mm. great in it. You know, everybody's great in it. Uh, Amazon passed on the Dark Tower pilot and series. So mm. they've been talking about doing this Dark Tower thing on Amazon for a while now, where they're, mm. they were going to do the more logical thing, was just starting at the early point in the timeline. Which is like book three. It's like... Right? Uh, it's Wizard and Glass. So I think that's the fourth book. Okay. Maybe. Third or fourth. One of the two. Uh, yeah, it would make more sense to like introduce the story from the beginning of the timeline instead of like right. throwing all of the stuff at you. The movie sort of did that where it's like, we're just going to give you a whole bunch of shit and expect you to... Take all of it. Yeah. Right. And then the last 20 minutes, we're going to have an actual movie. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> did you end up watching that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, as a person who hasn't read the series, I was like, eh, it was an all right movie. Yeah. As somebody who's read it, I'm sure you were like, that was garbage. Well, see, <laughs> I thought it was garbage. Tim really liked it. And so, he's read them? And he's read all of them. Or actually, I think he did the audiobook for a lot of it. Mm. So, you know... 
I think it's, I think it, honestly, with all of this stuff, it's a matter of taste. Yeah. Like, what are you into maybe just that day? You know, did you like what they did with it that day? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I he, was if not. If he rewatches it again, will he enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. I know that I don't want to rewatch that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know what their thought process was about it, though. You know what I mean? Because it seems like it's just a jumbled up bunch of stuff from the books that is not and then some stuff that is not yeah you know so it just wasn't coherent right i hate me. when they just pick and choose yeah. from different books and when... as a person without any previous knowledge of it you you just went in with the story they told and you thought it was okay it was all right know? yeah um, i like idris elba so you know it made it a little hard i like him too it made like i was in for the idea of the movie itself yeah. but uh cautious you know because they were wanting to do like several of those movies right yeah of course they want to do that with every movie i think Mm -hmm. now i mean not i can't you know of course you can't say that for every single movie out there right but they more often than not a a movie studio wants a franchise well especially since there's a lot of books they could choose from but that's the problem when there's a lot of books they pick and choose from several books and then it doesn't make sense in the story so if you do the story if you just take the really important parts of a plot line of one book you Mm -hmm. can make a 10 episode or whatever you know short run of a season right you can make it work you know or you can really dive deep and do the book. I don't know if you can necessarily do a book exactly as it is, but or how interesting that would be for a filmmaker. But it's an idea that you could stretch out over the course of three or four seasons. Yeah, you know what I mean for one book even. So I think his material, especially for that stuff, is dense enough that it would work. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just so have to do it correctly. They passed on it. Hmm. <laughs> so it's not happening. Uh, I don't know where it's going. I'm sure they're shopping it around again, you know, because they've invested a and lot of money. And that's a bummer because Amazon's doing really good yeah, shit. Like yeah. their their content's really awesome. Uh, they have a lot of fucking money, so they yeah. can afford to make cool stuff. Yes. Uh, Sleeping Beauties series is coming to AMC, who are also known for making really good shows. A comic book is also on the way for that. That's uh, one of the books he did with his kid mm-hmm. and uh, came out a few years ago. Really good story. Liked it a lot. Um, believe the concept was that all of the Earth's women are uh, somehow becoming cocooned. Oh, yeah. That's so right. all the men are left. That's right. I remember that. And it is not a good situation. No. <laughs> yeah. As you can imagine, <laughs> things do not go well. No. Uh, so, got a cool, another cool show coming. There's, there. And you said that's AMC? Yeah, that's AMC. Um, of course, they made Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Which I bounced out from. Have you? Yeah. Officially? You're done? Oh, yeah. I, I quit watching like three or four seasons ago. Yeah. I uh, have a tougher time letting go. <laughs> I The last episode I watched was when um, the fucking tiger actually was kicking ass. And oh, really? Was fighting. That was the last episode I watched. That was when Negan was getting his ass handed to him. Yeah. Well, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't see, I didn't see the exit of Carl. I didn't see the exit of Rick. I didn't see spoilers. Jeez. 
didn't say how they exited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you'll be happy to know that the crazy Negan is starting to peek his head back out. Oh, good. Uh, and they're on a break right now, so I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but the comic book's over. Oh, yeah, that's finally yeah. finished? Yeah, they ended it. So, you know, I think the, I think the natural order of things when you're comparing comic books to... Are they still following the comics fairly well? It's like off and on, yeah. you know? Uh, Walking Dead's always been more of a uh, soap opera-y kind of a show, you yeah. know what I mean? And the comic is not really like that right? most of the time. Well, because the comic, you got to be a lot more concise. Yeah, you, know, you only I got think, so much um, so much work you can and dialogue you can throw into boxes. There's more of uh, a good guy bad guy dynamic going on almost always on the uh, in the comic books. Yeah, and there's a lot more character development in the show because they have more time to do it. Right, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, Sleeping Beauties is coming to AMC. Hopefully, it's really good. Hmm. The Stand TV show is almost finished. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember who's making that. That's but... with uh, Skarsgård, right? Yeah. 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 There's a bunch of other people in it, too, obviously, because of, like the cast of the book is like 100 people or <laughs> yeah. maybe more than that. So, do you think they're going to... Like they did with the miniseries, oversaturate it with uh, actors we know. Yeah, I mean, I think th from what I've seen, you know, I can't I'm, off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you who all is in it. Right. But it is they are named actors. You know what I mean? Like they're all pe people that have been in other things for the most part, I yeah. want to say. Because what will happen is on the Stephen King fan site that I have pulled a lot of this from. They'll have news updates where, like, this person is cast as this person. Yeah, it tr trickles in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't always go and see what they've been in or whatever, but generally speaking, they'll list, like, one or two things after well, their name. The or... miniseries just, it was, like, actor after actor of, like... Yeah. Not really A actors, but all, like, the solid B actors that you could pull from Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> it was people who were... Maybe on that's how it kind of worked back then is like you were either in movies or TV. TV. Mm -hmm. And if you were on TV and you were even doing miniseries on TV, that means that your star was kind of like falling a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not really that way anymore. No. As you said, Scarsguard is doing TV yeah. shows. Like actually, multiple Scarsguards are doing TV yeah. shows. It's kind of the it's. Some of TV shows are even more popular than movies. You well, know what I, I mean? So, like, I, like I mentioned Big Little Lies earlier, you have all these movie stars that right. are doing this TV show. Yeah. So I think, yeah, uh, to answer your question, yeah, I think that is the case. You know, these are going to be people that we know, uh, you know, at the time in whatever it was, 94 or 5 or whenever they made the stand. Yeah. The, most of those people were used to be in movies or used to be in big TV shows. I mean, they you know? had Molly Ringwald. Yeah. So there you go. Um, and uh, let's see. Well, the last piece of news I have, and we've been going for a while now, so this is going to be an extra big episode, I think. <laughs> King leaves Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Uh, just earlier this week or maybe the end of last week. 
he cited the potential for misinformation. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's been getting some trouble too with like comments he said. So what? What do you remember exactly what he said? No, he. I forget what it was, but. Well, it's from what I read. It seemed like he was leaving because. Uh, Facebook and Instagram and what they've sort of they're becoming notorious for is um fake news fake news right that's the that's the hot word for it or whatever the hot phrase for it but it's uh it's the inability for the person going through Facebook and Instagram to know what is true and what isn't. Right. You know, they're being presented it all as true. There's this one person that I used to work with. Um, they retired. And she consistently posts things that are not true. Yeah. And acts like it's true. And yeah. it's just, like, infuriating. And a lot of it's from these, like, websites that... And it's all political. Yeah, but they don't, you don't know, they're not reputable at all. They're just, like, looking for clicks. Yeah. They're trying to become more well-known by posting things that aren't, that are only, like, vaguely true. Or, like, there's a small piece of what they're talking about in the article that's true. It's all But then they've made up the rest of it. You know what I mean? So, that's what I thought he was getting off of it because of, because he's very political on... You know what I mean? He's very outspoken on Twitter, I know. Right. I don't know that he's left Twitter as well. I I can't see him leaving Twitter, yeah. Well, because Facebook and Instagram are owned by Facebook, so it's all the same company. So I'm just going to do a quick search for his name on on, um, Twitter and see if he's still on there. Because I don't want to present false information (laughs) on this show. Yeah, he he has not left uh, Twitter. What was his last tweet? He okay. Let's see the last thing. He replied on an article. I'm trying. Let me see what his own his last tweet that he just wrote about his own comments on something is. I really enjoyed Hannah on Amazon Prime. See, so like he does stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Where he champions yeah. shows, you know what I mean? Not just his own either. Uh, well, I think he do-do. he said he really liked the boys. I think he, mm-hmm. he tweeted about that show, which that's another show I'm excited to come back out again. Yeah, I haven't. I've heard really good things, but you I haven't, haven't watched, watched it. Yeah. Oh my god! You sound like the internet right now. Oh my god. Do you want my? <laughs> you Amazon? haven't watched it. You want my Prime account? Uh, I believe Lindsay has a problem. Okay, account. okay, yeah. you need to watch it. No excuses then. It's no, I, so yeah. good. It's been on my list. It's you know what I mean. Batshit crazy in all the best ways. Yeah, the Watchmen was like that as well. Yeah, I don't know if you got around to that or no, not. No, I haven't. That was on HBO, right? Yes. Yes, I can. I can watch that anytime. Uh, let's see. And they're not doing another season. No. Well, they talked about it, but it won't be the same producer of. You know, same producer, director of the first. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Don't forget to tip your waitress and come back tomorrow. All new jokes. <laughs> uh, I went to the zoo and saw a piece of toast in a cage. The sign said, bread in captivity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm getting what he meant by that last one. All new jokes. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, that got me. According to a very stable genius, Trump considered awarding himself the Medal of Freedom. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's again supporting the outsider by saying you should watch it after the Super Bowl, that sort of thing. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I honestly support his uh, decision to leave. I think, yeah. like, you know, if you feel passionate about something, if you feel like you're what you're saying is being warped. I don't see it. And I'm not sure if it was what you were saying where like they were twisting what he was saying yeah. or if it was just the fact that he is fed up. Yeah. He's fed up. He's, he's being presented false information and he's tired of digging I'll just even the tiniest bit further into it. And then yeah. realizing this is completely wrong. Right. Right. So, um, I support that, you know, not enough celebrities, not enough people in the world actually like take a stand for anything anymore. Yeah. They kind of all just go along with what is going to make everybody happy, you know? Or make them money. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I besides having to sometimes, um, you know, kowtow to the publisher's rolls around when he can release stuff. Yeah. He's kind of exists outside of any system. You know, the only thing that he has to worry about is what his publisher says. Yeah, exactly. That's it, you know. And I think, well, of course, he talks to his editors, too. You know what I mean? He has people that read his stuff and help him craft it a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Fine but that's unit. what most authors have somebody like that. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I like his decision to do that. Who knows if it's going to stick or not? Yeah. You know, but uh, I, that does it for lightning round of news that lasted <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> that was a long lightning, uh, lightning storm. It was only about 35 minutes. Okay. So do we want to break before we talk? Okay. Yeah. We're going to break. You won't know it. You won't know it. That's right, Debbie. <laughs> okay, we're back. Uh, so, two things. We forgot to mention The Mandalorian. Uh, that's more my fault because you haven't watched it yet, which no. blasphemy, by the way. <sighs> I'm saving it. Um, do not save it. Please watch it as soon as possible because I would love to talk to you about it. Okay, fine. Maybe, we don't even have to talk about it on mic even. I just want to <laughs> talk about it. Um, our cat baby Yodas have both shown up mm -hmm. for attention. They came back. Uh, second thing. Happy this, birthday. Yeah, this is going to be late, but happy birthday to our number one fan, Nicole. Happy birthday. Uh, we hope you're enjoying your day filled with probably Metallica <laughs> and maybe some Stephen King. Who knows? But. Uh, yeah, so this is late, but happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Have a day that was happy. Have, and I called you by your actual name, <laughs> Nicole, <laughs> not Jicole. Jicole. Uh, we appreciate your listenership and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about The Outsider, Debbie. Okay. 
Uh, so your original plan was to not watch the show <laughs> right. until it was fully out in the world, then binge it yes. and love it yes. that way. Right. Just um, however, all in at one time, I sprung the idea of doing an episode with you. We had actually discussed previously, are we going to cover that show? Yeah. Cause it's probably going to end up being good. Right. Um, so we're so, here to talk about the first half of the season. So I binged all five episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, based on conversation off mic, it sounds like you liked it. Oh, I'm in. Okay, good. Because I also liked it. I'm all in. And that's it for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <right, see> <laughs> no, um, we're not going to get into as um, insane of details we do for I Castle have Rock. Zero notes. Yeah, I brought notes. So we're just going to kind of go through what I wrote down and see where it leads us, right? I wouldn't have been able to binge it as quickly had I been writing notes. Right. Um, yeah, you have to stop it every scene or whatever. Yeah, That's yeah. what we end up doing with Castle Rock is it takes us three times as long to watch right. the show. <laughs> and I'm it's like, the wait, day what before we're going to podcast, so it's even more intense. I'm yeah. like, got to make sure I get everything in. Uh, so, spoilers from here on out. For the first five episodes, if you have not um, read the book or if you if you have not uh, watched the show and you want to before listening to this, stop right now. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Hope Go you enjoyed everything before we said. Yeah. Because they're very early on in this show. There's some major spoiler shit. Yeah. And what's really hard is trying to describe the show to someone. Yeah. Without giving anything away. I yeah. think last night I was describing it as this guy. <laughs> yeah. So, well, here, so the opening concept, at least what I wrote down uh, Jason Bateman plays Terry Maitland, which is this guy. Yeah. He's a, uh, you know, Sort of known in his community as an all-around good guy. Exactly. Right. Yeah, he's, he's the coach of a baseball team. Yeah. He's he's a good guy. Good with kids. Um, ben Mendelsohn plays the detective who, who is his kind of, uh, you know, he comes across as the antagonist of the show yeah. opening up. But he plays Detective Ralph Anderson. Uh, first comment on that guy is love his voice so much. Ben Mendelsohn's voice is like perfect for this character. Well, he's been like Star Wars and right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been in a he's few been in things. A lot of things. He was in, was he in uh, which Star Wars was, was it? Rogue One. Rogue One. That's it. Yeah, he was great in that. By which, the way, after watching The Outsider, I didn't really know he had a lisp. Which he kind of yeah. does. Yeah, he does. It's, it's a lot more prevalent in this show than right. I think I've ever seen it. Uh, but, but the, the, basically the concept is that Terry Maitland is seen on camera, uh, involved in a crime, which is murdering a child, right? And sodomizing. Yeah. And brutally murdering him after that. You right. know what I mean? Um, it's very, very intense. Uh, you know, they show everything, but yeah. you know what I mean? So there's there's video of him covered in blood. Yeah. There's witnesses. Yeah, and it's very clear that yes, it is him. Yeah, his right? DNA his and DNA is everywhere over everything. So we're left with this mystery of okay, if he's seen 
with blood all over him, his DNA is all over the crime scene and all this stuff. So he's cl- it's clear that it's him in any other case, right? right? But he's also seen at a teacher's conference. Yeah, he has an alibi. Right. A cl- and he's on video there, too. Right. So... With witnesses and... Right. Yeah. And um, I believe his DNA is on a book there as well. Yes. In a, in a shop. In a shop, yeah. So... You know, you're as even watching it and after knowing the story, it's um, it's still interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? That whole concept is a really intriguing thing. Well, yeah, because here you are with only these certain memories of going to a conference and being there, not murdering someone. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're being told you did this and we have proof. Right. How do you. And And immediately you have to start like in a normal murder case. Where somebody has an alibi somewhere else, you know, they're not, it couldn't be them. Right. You know what I mean? As long as they don't have a secret twin. That's, see, that's the thing is like, secret twin is a big theory in the show. But see, even if you have a secret twin, you're not going to have the same complete DNA fingerprints. Uh, You're going to have similar DNA, maybe, you know? So this whole, like, there, I, I know you have theories. Um, I, of course, know what is going on, (laughs) so I, I'm interested to hear what you think, but we'll, as we go along, give me your thoughts as far as like theory wise, how it evolves throughout, because obviously we get more pieces as we go through the episodes, right? Uh, as I said earlier, from this, from the top, I, it's shot very well. Yeah. I love the casting. Um, they are doing things a little bit differently, even from the get go. How so? Uh, they're taking a little bit shorter of time for things to happen early on. Um, which they do a lot, you know, they got to shorten it down. for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is purely what it is. Is like, it's just for time, you know, uh, I think they spend a little more time with Terry, uh, both before the baseball game and before the court, uh, not the court, but the, uh, leading into the, the, what happens in the courtroom steps or whatever outside Mm -hmm. the front of there. I think there's a, there's a significant chunk early on that is with Terry, you know what I mean? And then, uh, then it switches for what will become obvious reasons. Yeah. Which, um, okay. So I didn't, I noticed it for most of them, but I didn't see it on all of them. Is Jason Bateman the director for all the episodes? No. Uh, just the first two. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, it, it, um, I think there's going to be 10 and okay, that yeah, was, I think, that was a I'm question. pretty sure yeah, each director took a couple. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent on that though. Um, cause I don't believe they released all the information about every episode. Okay. So there are 10 episodes. Though. I believe so. I be- okay. like, that's what I've seen online. So I don't, I don't know that for certain though. Okay. So don't quote me people out there. Uh, so, you know, it's been a minute, it's been about a month since I watched the first episode. Uh, but you know, unless you have anything from the first one that you want to mention, we can move on to episode two. Um, no, because they're all kind of blurred together. Yeah, I did really like the first episode, though. I remember really liking the opening. 
Uh, episode... Yeah, I mean, it captivated me from the very right. beginning. And Bateman is, I think Bateman's a great choice oh, for, for Terry sure. as well. Yeah. Episode two, Terry is shot down by the older brother of the murdered child. Yeah, so that's one of the things that we see. We see that um, the the boy that was murdered, his mm. family, we see that the mom has like a heart attack and dies like yeah. almost immediately after. Right. And then this episode, we have the son that is left. The son and the dad. The son and the dad are the only two left. Yeah. And the son is going crazy. Yeah. And the dad uh, attempts suicide as well. Right. Uh, we get a little bit more backstory of other cases later as another character that's yet to be introduced. Yeah. Um, like, there's a lot of crazy uh, circumstances that happen around similar cases, right? Yeah. It's, so It's not like just one person dies. Mm -hmm. It eventually becomes the whole family. Yeah. So, it's a, it's just, I mean, it just... The levels of how interesting what is happening. Yeah. Like, it just, things keep stacking up even more as we go along, right? Uh, just but, to show the fucked up mind of Stephen King. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, the but you know, Terry's last words as he's shot down by this kid are that I did not do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. You know, so were you surprised that that early on Jason Bateman gets killed? Yes. Yeah. I was <laughs> flabbergasted. I was like, wait, he's actually dead? Like, yeah. I thought he was just, you know, they're going to have to postpone trial and whatever. And then he's just dead. And it's I'm like, yeah. And what's crazy is that it's, they find it pretty cut and dried. Well, he got killed. So yeah. no more case. So they're not even chasing down any further leads, it doesn't feel like. You know what I mean? No, because the the whole family that would be yeah. wanting to prosecute is now pretty much dead. Right. And uh, the person who they think did it is dead. So, right. I mean, how do you continue yeah. that case? And well, what ends up happening is Detective uh, Anderson takes it upon himself to be like, I, we still, we something needs to be done. Well, yeah, because now he feels bad. Right. Uh, and he's the one... He, I mean, it, also the uh, the you know Terry's wife d doesn't take it easy on him. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sorry. He, um, Ralph goes to her, you know, wanting to talk to her more about the case, and she pretty much shuts him down early on. Yeah, that, there was a lot. There was a whole apology train that needed to happen before she was gonna right help. So, yeah, I was even surprised that that early on, like, I I, I knew it was coming, mm -hmm. but, you know, I expected some more things to happen before we got there. Right. You know? So when you saw them walking him up to the courthouse, you were like, oh, we're here already? Is that what you were thinking before kind, he got shot? I mean, kind, I think the shot is what reminded me that that is what happens in the book. Like, oh, okay. I, I did, I mean, I... I knew because I had read it a couple years earlier, but like we were talking about earlier, it's like it becomes a thing where it's in the back of your head. Right. You know what I mean? And, you're and, like, then, oh, yeah. and then whenever the switch happens, it's like, well, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I had some, I, I think the expectancy of, I think that's cool about casting him as that character is like, 
Yeah. People expect a lot out of him on the show because he is Jason Bateman. Well, and that was my question going into it. I'm like, well, he's doing Ozarks. Like, how does right. he have time to do these yeah, two yeah, TV yeah. shows? Oh, okay. Now I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he directed a couple. Yeah. I, I think, like, what's cool about being the director of the first couple episodes of a series is like you sort of set the tone. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we then have after seen that him. they live you you kind of build on that. Right. You know. Because so. we have seen him in some flashbacks. Right. Which I assume he probably shot during that time that he was there. Right, yeah. They don't they definitely don't shoot um in order of not a episodes, linear fashion. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Uh okay, so because Bateman is now off of the show, or at least his place in the moving forward timeline of the show is not there, that opens up possibilities for way more um, characters. Characters, yeah. characters we've already seen having a bigger role, which is exactly what happens. That's kind of the cool thing about this book, the way the novel works out, too, is like, you think Anderson is the antagonist... Yeah. And that he's the person you shouldn't be rooting for. You know what I mean? You, yeah. Because. Because of what he did to Terry. Yeah. We know. Uh, well, he didn't necessarily uh, do. He orchestrated he it. it. He orchestrated it. He opened up the possibility for this terrible thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, he made it public because he wanted to shame him. Yeah. And, and then he saw what happened because of right. that. And then he felt remorse. But all. Yeah. And also you get why he does that, though. As this show has been progressing, you get where he's coming from because his child was taken away from him. Right. In a very similar manner. It's uh, like, you know. That scene with, The heartbreak is there for him, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? That scene where they're in jail and he's talking to him and mm -hmm. he's saying, Jason's like, remember when you asked if I touched your kid? Right. And he goes through that whole monster like thing of, you know, what he did for him. And he's like, so I hope I touched him. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, all the feels. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. And that pretty much shuts down Anderson's line of yeah. questioning. <laughs> right. Like, how do you... You can't go anywhere with that. It's crazy. Because the doors just keep closing in Ralph's face, in Anderson's face. It's like, you he's so sure of his inklings of where this case is going. And yeah. in any other case of murder, he would be right to go down those paths, right? Right. Well, this is not an ordinary case. Right, exactly. It's, it's complete fucking wackadoo is what it is. Uh, so, you know... We also have the uh, something hunting the Maitland kid as well, right? The uh, She thinks she's seeing some kind of man in the in house. In her dreams, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like that mom needs more stress. Right. <laughs> so moving on to episode three. It, it, it's got to be very unnerving to consistently wake up and just see your child staring off yeah. at the end of the bed. And you're it's like, crazy. Hello? That's a, that, you know, there's a lot of through lines in this novel as well as like, you have the thing with the kid, you don't know what's happening there. Uh, you have the stuff with Terry, you, you don't know what's happening there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, there's a lot of craziness and you're like, how the fuck is any of this going to get wrapped up and make any sense? Right. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where we're at in the show, even up to episode five. We're still yeah. like, what is happening? Oh, I'm so frustrated with how that ended. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got you to watch the show early. Um, okay, so episode three, 
Jack Hoskins is this other uh, detective character, or um, is he a detective? Yeah, he's a detective. We didn't see him initially. He's sort of lower level than Ralph is, I think. Yeah, we didn't see him initially because he was supposed to be on vacation. Right. And then he's he, like hunting. Yeah, and then he got pulled he back in. in. He gets caressed by something in the barn. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't really say caressed. It sounded painful. Well, <laughs> they call it. They I think later on when she's digging into stuff, she calls it caressing or something like that. That's I thought what they were like scratching. Re- yeah. So it's it's. But his was very painful. Oh yeah, it's yeah. brutal. I mean, I didn't like all the cracking noises that were happening. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually think they did a fucking fantastic job on the makeup of that. Oh yeah, because it looks disgusting. It looks gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia Arrivo as Holly Gibney. Uh, I don't. I can't remember what else she's been in, but she's a pretty well known actress at this point. She reminds me of a female Sheldon hmm. from Big Bang. Yeah, so especially when she's like, "You're in my seat." She's possibly <laughs> autistic. Uh, certainly precise and has very special skills, right? Yeah. She that Holly Gibney character is in the Mister Mercedes books. Oh, okay. And they bring her over. She's brought over into this story. Um, I can't remember if she was, um, brought in like before he wrapped up that story. Like he did the, if he released the outsider and then the third Mm -hmm. Mercedes book. Uh, but, uh, when she shows up in the book, um, it's actually a little bit later. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's the way they're doing. This is also, they're playing this out a little bit differently, Gotcha. but, um, I really like that character. I think she brings some, a little bit of humor in the way she interacts with people. You know what I mean? The awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's clothes in the barn. They turn out to be Terry's. That he was wearing the strip club, right? Right. The uh, the bloody clothes, the clothes or that they couldn't find. But uh, there's, you know, it's just more odd evidence though, because when they look at it, the DNA is literally like breaking apart, like an old person's DNA. Yeah. So they don't know what the fuck is happening with that either. Right, because they have DNA of Terry that's like ninety years old. Yeah, none. <laughs> it, it's still nothing is adding up, right? Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the kid seeing, uh, the man in her room and she tells Ralph when he comes to the house to talk to the mom that, uh, Ralph needs to stop investigating or something bad is going to happen. Right. Right. And he just chalks it up to kids having a nightmare, weird shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, any new theories based on this? No, I. At this point? Or are you just sort of rolling with it? Yeah, I was rolling with it. I was like, all right, so there's some kind of demon thing happening. Yeah, uh, you know, this is sort of the tipping point as well as where Gibney is starting to find. uh, She's right at the precipice of finding out there's other similar cases, right? right? And it's like, okay, well, they tease that for later episodes. Uh, let's see. 
I'm not sure if Holly, the Holly character meets Andy in this episode or if that's in the third episode or not, but I don't remember. there's a weird dynamic between the, those two characters as well. Yeah. <laughs> Where they have a sort of meet cute thing going on. Um, he's intrigued by her, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Give it's me... so convenient that she's just meeting like former detectives. Right. And, like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure if that's in the novel. I'm not sure if he's in there or not. I don't remember that character, but maybe. So, yeah, Holly's chasing more leads. Hoskin is uh, being talked to by something. We can only assume it has to do with what he was talking with in the barn, right? Yeah. But we're not quite sure what still what is going on with that. It's just weird. It's weird. Uh <laughs> Yeah, nothing much to add there. I, at this point, I've chalked it up. There's a demon. Yeah, I mean, you know. They're being possessed. I'm like, oh, good, more body snatcher type Wish people. I could elaborate, uh, but of course I can't. <laughs> Hoskins dumps junk in the woods? Okay, so not junk. <laughs> he went out and shopped. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And bought brand new items and yeah. then just plopped him out in the woods but so but when he drops him off there's other junk there i yeah. guess is what i meant deteriorating um, but he's like buying yeah. brand new lamps and yeah bedding and and then i think maybe next episode he comes back he's like well you didn't like the thing i brought yeah, for he, you he smashed the lamp yeah so uh you know we got some weird shit happening there he leaves a uh dead deer there as well yeah which is like uh all right sure just leaving some food for somebody <laughs> Well, he comes back. Yeah, he comes back and it's like eaten and yeah. torn apart. Also, like the kid was, by yeah, the way. Yes. Also, I want to know is does this whoever in the woods do they have like hardcore extension cords? Like, how are they plugging all of this shit in that he just dumps off into the woods? I'm gonna go ahead and plead the fifth on that one because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So if it there, was another our extension cords. If this was Castle Rock, I would be like, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> it's not though. Yeah. Detective Anderson focuses on Terry being cut. He chases leads on others who may have been cut, like the guy in the strip club. Yep. Um The owner. Right, right, right. Um so he goes back and revisits him and talks to him more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as Holly is, ch- is uh, chasing these leads, we see the spreading of evil and tragedy around these similar cases. You know, the yeah. van the van that was used was in this other city, and it got dropped off by this other kid. Yeah. If you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the kid who left the van saw a hooded, disfigured man. Who is this man? That is what we're wondering demon is it connected to the demon (laughs) as we're calling it right now (sighs) i mean it can only be right in some way yeah like what the fuck is happening i don't know uh let's see he's wearing an edgar suit is what's happening it's it's a men in black reference (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) i wish that actor was on this show oh my god i love him he's great um he really disappeared into that character, by the way, the Edgar character. Mm-hmm. He is literally like a bug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this hooded character was also in the mob when Terry was shot. Yeah. So, saw that. Yeah, saw that. Saw that in this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Andy was there when Frankie Pierce's dad attempts his hanging. Yep. Saw that. So, come on, show. Tell us what's happening. It's a demon. <laughs> it's a demon. Do you have any other theories besides it's a demon? Well. Like, it has a weird face. So, what's up with the weird face? I feel like he's got to eat people and then he looks better. But what about the dead deer? Why is he eating dead deer as well? He needs substance in between. So he just likes to eat things? He li- he needs meat. What about lamps? I mean, you got me there. He didn't like that one. <laughs> you got me there, Chris. <laughs> he didn't like the one. Maybe he likes blue lamps. I don't know. It was Let's a move white to episode one. five. Because we don't know. I don't know. Let's be clear. You don't know. <sighs> The cat also doesn't know. He looks like he's, he's very upset about it as well. I like how he's laying on the one soft thing <laughs> on the table. Venom, you're incorrigible. <sighs> Episode 5, Detective Anderson gets uh, shit for working instead of uh, working on this case in specific instead of, you know, not doing that like he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically gets made fun of for the quote-unquote facts that holly gibney is bringing him about these other cases that are kind of similar right well because nobody wants to think outside the realm of normal right Right. and they're like who even is this person why should we care about what she says she isn't even here she hasn't been here once yeah and you're taking everything she says as the gospel right which is kind of funny because they're the ones who brought her in and now they're questioning her and the detective's the only one that's kind of believing her yeah but at the same time like nothing is necessarily concrete that he's bringing them yet yeah so and he brings it up to her he's like you better bring me something that's like gonna be worth the shit she's like nope click yeah exactly which i like that she's like i i she's all business right Mm -hmm. i like that about her uh so the hooded guy uh threatens jean which is ralph's wife yeah she's in a trance steps on glass and doesn't matter to Mm -hmm. her apparently until she wakes up, she's like, ow, <laughs> my feet hurt. <laughs> it's infected. Uh, Gibney investigates multiple deaths. Oh, yeah. In the last episode, she also talks she to draws. that girl in the prison yeah. who is one of the suspected um, killers, right? Yeah, yeah. She investigates and finds out that she was convicted of the same type of thing, but she was also somewhere else, mm. and her family was also murdered and then the other kid who was suspected of being a child murderer is in prison and kills himself yeah before another prisoner is about to kill him yeah i was not expecting that yeah so that was intense that was earlier yeah we didn't mention that um so she tells holly tells uh, anderson to look around terry's grave uh, unmarked grave, by the way, because people keep fucking destroying the marker. Mm-hmm. Look for derelict buildings, because apparently around uh, all of the crime scenes, there has been derelict buildings. And What just, do you know? Yeah, what do you know? Just across the way, the barn. The previously mentioned barn. Uh, we get more Holly and Andy stuff. And remember, Jean draws a picture mm-hmm. of the hooded figure that she saw in her dream, mm-hmm. which I feel like it should have clicked in his brain. And that's the same kind of drawing that the kid drew for him. Right. Like, 
why are you not seeing these connections? I don't know. I but but he doesn't know what to make of it at the same yeah. time because they both just saw it in dreams. So yeah. you know, the uh, <sighs> connection has not been made yet. Mm-hmm. Keyword maybe yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we get more Holland Andy stuff at the hotel, and he digs. Something out of the trash, I think. Or she is it left. Like... She left a sheet of paper there. Yeah, and he starts looking up stuff. Yeah. So now my question is: Can we trust him, or is he trying to do something devious against her, like get the glory for himself? Like I'm not understanding why he started to do his own research. I'm not either. It seems like he likes her a lot, though. Yeah. So I don't think he would try to like undercut her. Okay. He. He's only shown a good side of himself. So I know. So like, I don't trust him though. Yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't really know. So, um, let's see. Hoskins is fucking all over the place in this episode. He is yeah. not a good. <laughs> he's not in a good place. No, but at least he had the wherewithal to say no. I will not hold your baby to his coworker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he can't like keep anything straight. You know, yeah. he's trying to play it. Like he's okay. Right. And he's clearly not. No. And then he goes to a detective and tries to make it seem like he wants to help. Yeah, that's right. And Um, uh, that's not going to end well. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Whatever he is getting involved in is probably bad. Yeah. Because he's going to be a double agent. Uh, So we, I guess we should imagine at the top of this episode, it opens up uh, cold open with like, somebody's murdered in a parking lot and we don't know what that is. Oh, on episode five. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really know. We don't understand what that is or what is happening. Yeah. And it ends up being the bookend sort of, of this whole episode is like, we find out what led to that. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's a guy at the graveyard where Holly is. Yeah. In whatever town she's in. And he is talking to this gravestone, right? And it turns out it was a... It was Heath's. Yeah, it was Heath's. And I guess he's a friend of one of the innocent killers, right? I assumed it was his brother. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it's his family member. Yeah. Uh, this he, guy... Because he was the only one left of the family. Right, that's right. So, see, I'm glad you're here. Because <laughs> of that would have got past me. Um... He takes a guy at gunpoint, caught like a. It's I guess he's a random guy. Yeah, I was just in a parking dude. lot, mm-hmm. uh, causing Holly to get stuck in traffic, uh, and uh, that's that's where we see kind of at the same time Andy is stealing her notes. Yeah. Um, and her car dies. Her car dies, and it turns out that guy who the the brother or whatever family member had the next stuff going on yeah so and he had no bullets in the gun so he wasn't planning on killing anyone he, yeah he no. wanted to die by murder by suicide from the police i think that we can make the connection at this point that it is related to whatever is uh, because there's the neck issues mm-hmm. and there's also the voices, I think that that kid was also hearing some kind of voices and it was telling him to go and do this. Yeah. Now, also, Holly is involved in the situation. She is stuck in traffic because that is happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So I feel like that's a pretty easy connection to make. Yeah. I don't think the voices were telling him to kill or to have himself be killed. I think that was like his last thing he could do for himself. Well, yeah. Because um, he didn't want to do the bidding anymore of the voices. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it. Yeah. And, all, and I think my interpretation of why this is happening is to slow Holly down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that situation happened because she the was voice trying to is leave. Tell- yeah. yeah. She's trying to leave and the, whatever is controlling that kid knows that and is involved in the situation that's happening at home. Oh yeah. Okay. I can see that with Terry and them. So I, I don't know. I'm, you know, it's been a while since I read the book too. So that is literally just like a theory that I have. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So as we kind of are alluding to the kid gets killed by the police, the guy, the, the guy who takes the guy hostage is killed by the police and the Mm -hmm. gun has nothing in it. The police kind of uh, mock him and that's not cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, we end on Anderson seeing a vision or a dream of his son telling him to move on Yeah, whether or not that's also whatever this is. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I like, don't know is it if that's like a form the good. Yeah, I don't know if that's like the one good. You know, like his son's coming because there is bad things happening, or is the bad whatever this right. thing is taking the form of his Pretending. son to get him to stay away? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. This show is. I I really like that there's still so much hanging up in the air. Like, yeah. You know, it's like multiple levels of things. So much shit. <laughs> Which is why I was so mad when it ended. Yeah. Ugh. Well, now you can either wait five more, then watch those five. I can't wait any longer. You can't wait. No. You've already opened up the bottle. I'm going to have to watch it week by week now. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to have to get joy out of something. <laughs> Every week. Ugh. It's just like man, we were talking about Mandalorian on the break. It's like. I want her to watch it so that she can have more joy in her life, but she wants to delay that joy so that she gets more in one thing. But then what happens when you don't watch the second season either? I'm going to watch Then you got to wait two years. No, I'm going to watch the second season. See the game you're playing, though? I know. What happens if circumstances don't allow you to watch any TV around that time? I know that's a very weird (laughs) thing. What, What would keep you from... You know, it's kind of like now. What's keeping you from watching it? Nothing. Nothing. My own brain. <laughs> Your own weird neuroses. <laughs> <laughs> so, right now I'm going to ask you for your most concrete theories on what these things are. Debbie, what is the next stuff? Oh, the next stuff? Yeah. Um, I think that's just some kind of disease that they put in you to make you do what they want. That they put in you? I don't know. The demon dude. The demon dude? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's his It's his way to make you do your bidding. His bidding. I can't wait till we reconvene. I know. I'm so wrong, awesome. aren't I? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't say either way. <sighs> I've never read this. Nope. Who is the hooded guy? Uh, it's a devil it's dude. A, it's a devil. Devil dude. It's a devil or it's, the devil? It's... Uh, I don't know. It's... He's the New Jersey devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's it's, that hockey mascot. It's uh, what's his face from the stand? What's his name? Randall Flag. It's Randall Flag. That's a good theory, actually. <laughs> That's the closest 
theory that I've heard yet. The best one, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom, anything? Here, let's wake him up. No. <laughs> Listeners, you don't know what I'm doing right now. It's fanning not, across the table. Yeah, I'm, fan, I'm fanning him with my notes, and it's not working, by the way. He didn't even, <laughs> like, flinch. Uh, okay, so that's it for this episode. We got nothing else for you. Sorry. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, if you like the show, share it on your favorite thing to share things on. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think about The Outsider on the uh, Facebook group. Also, it's very confusing saying The Outsider because everybody's like, oh, The Outsiders? And I'm like, no, no. The Outsider. Oh, yeah. Not, not The Outsiders. Not the not the movie yeah. with Pony Boy and, yeah. uh, and a bunch of child actors that went on to become mega, mega stars. Johnny Depp is in there, I Tom think. Tom Hanks is in there. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer's in there. Yeah. Not not that outsiders. Uh, who else is in there? Ralph Macchio's in there, yeah. I think. Um, the guy who wore the so there's a guy. We're just gonna why not end with a tangent? <laughs> Tell me if you can figure out who this guy is okay. by what I'm talking about. Right. He wore a generic NFL hat. To a oh the Rob Lowe Rob Lowe the <laughs> Rob Lowe is also in the Outsiders yeah none of those people are in this show no <laughs> <laughs> which who knows why we went on such a long tangent but uh you know it's confusing <laughs> let's just say it's confusing not like this show though this show's not confusing nope not at all it's very very easy um, to understand leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you leave review for things Yelp. <laughs> google maps i like your google review yeah um you know we love to hear from you so that we can talk about stuff that you bring up as well mm. we like this to be an interactive show more often than not it is not an interactive show at all it's interactive with the cast and between you and i oh he turned look at that yeah he's done with whatever <laughs> we have happening so uh we are also done for this episode i uh, we have promised a doctor sleep episode i think we're gonna do that fairly soon mm-hmm. questioning we're leaving is it question. out you know it is out now, okay I, I can buy it All i'm right. pretty sure so we're gonna Get buy that we're gonna watch on. that yeah we're gonna watch some uh bonus features in yeah. other words instead of boner jams <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch the bonus features we're gonna talk about those too so buy that movie watch it and then you know when we talk about it listen to that yep uh also we'll probably reconvene to talk about the rest of the season of the outsider it wouldn't i mean yes. it would feel like an an unfinished loop and i can't yeah live we with can't that. do that no yeah we'll we'll, we'll do a ender one my neuro my neuroses mm. will not allow for us to not finish that unfinished business yeah exactly so um we hope you liked this episode And uh, until next time, bye-bye. Bye.